Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to uh, What to Do, number 11. 11 weeks. Yeah, here we are. Number 11 of What to Do. I am your host, John Gillick. It is indeed a pleasure to be with you each and every Friday as we just discuss and, and talk a little bit about some things in the world and musings and ideas, concepts that uh, you know, we can all probably or maybe benefit from. Uh, again, if you want to get involved with the show, I've had a bunch of emails this week. Uh, JJG5150 at AOL.com. Or just look me up on Facebook, John Gillick, uh, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. So um, getting into it today, we're going to talk a little bit about a lot of stuff that has been going on. Um, mostly positive, obviously. We try to keep it very positive on this podcast. And, that, and a lot of people have reached out and said they really enjoy the slant that um, this podcast takes. Uh, they really enjoy the positivity and um, some of the some of the ideas that we we pass around on this podcast. So I appreciate that. Keep listening, and if you are um, indeed a long time listener, you can actually say that now. Eleven weeks into this, if you are a long time listener, please pass this along to others uh, so we can spread the word of positivity throughout the weeks. Um, so a lot of things. Uh, baseball, baseball is back, huh? Last night was opening night for both the Yankees and the Dodgers. They played uh, Yankees played the Nationals in Washington. I don't quite remember who the Dodgers played, but you know, good to see uh, some professional baseball, an athletic event back. You know, uh, Mets open up tonight here on the East Coast against uh, the Braves. I believe they're playing the Braves. Yeah, it could be Mets Braves. But again, you know, baseball is back and, you know, this is something I don't think anybody would have seen coming back in April, um, certainly tail into March, May, those months uh, that baseball would be back. And especially after all the bickering and bantering that went back and forth between the owners and the Players Association about how to restart the season and putting plans in motion to get the season to start, um, I think it's a good thing that they finally came to an agreement on some things and a 60-game schedule in 70 days. I'll take it, you know, and I, I enjoy watching and, and, and viewing uh, baseball. And I know when we sit here, my wife and I, we, we, we both enjoy And she's really a big baseball fan. She's a huge, huge baseball fan, huge Yankee fan, um, which makes sometimes my life very easy when it comes to gift-giving. And we've talked about that, about seeking out that one thing that's going to really turn uh, the person on who's getting the gift. Um, so that's, that's really easy for me sometimes, you know, with a Yankee gift. But um, it was great watching it last night. I got to say, um, I don't mind the walk-up music for the players. I don't mind the organs. I don't mind the... Um, the, the public address announcers. I don't mind all that stuff because that is sight and sound of baseball. Uh, it's part of the fabric. I believe it's part of the fabric of baseball is to hear the the, the sound of the of the stadium. I, I can kind of do without the crowd noise. And, and here's my take on it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just personally can do without it. And, um, and, and, and I believe the reason why is that, you know, we know, seeing the broadcast, that there aren't people in the seats. And although I think what the Mets are doing is really cool with the cardboard cutouts, and you can pay, I believe it's 86 bucks, and you can, you can get your likeness put on a piece of cardboard, and, and they place it out at City Field. 
we know that the ballpark is not going to have live fans. We know that. Um, do we really need to hear the crowd noise behind it? I mean, the players know. Uh, I don't think artificial crowd noise pumps up the players. I thought, if anything, I thought yesterday watching the Yankee national game, I thought the Yankees were more focused um, on playing baseball. And it might be a good thing for some of their players. It might be a good thing that, you know, Giancarlo Stanton does not have to have the pressure of the fan on top of him. And look what he did last night in that game. Just had a great, great opening day, um, which was phenomenal. But I can really do without the crowd noise. I think everything else is good. I like the walk-up music. I, I like the public address announcers. I like the fact that um, all of that stuff is going on. The, the, the billboards, all the, all the electronic stuff is happening. We know. We, we're, not, we're not duped into thinking that people are going to be there. I don't think we need the crowd noise. Um, so that being said, I think though they're off to a pretty good start. Um, Thought the broadcast was seamless. If they didn't show me that they were in Bristol, Connecticut at ESPN Studios, I guess I would never have known that they weren't there. And that's how great technology is. Um, we've been able to overcome a lot of deficiencies in, in technology to be able to do that. And I know some of the preseason baseball, you had the Yankee announcers. When the Yankees played the Mets, for instance, and they were at City Field, the Yankee broadcast was being done at Yankee Stadium and vice versa. Um, it, it's it's still getting done. I mean, I don't think we need to keep cutting to them in, in an empty stadium broadcasting the game. I just think the audio is just fine for the broadcast. I think that, um, you know, they're, they're really trying to piece it together so they make it as seamless uh, as, as, as they can, seamless broadcast for the viewer and for the listener. So that's baseball. Baseball back. Um, I know I've caught a couple of preseason basketball games. Can't say I can't believe I'm saying preseason at the end of July for basketball, but uh, yeah, that restart is coming. Um, MLB, like I said, yeah, MLB, uh, NHL is starting up. Uh, but what I find interesting about the NHL is that they're not telling you if a, if a player is in in quarantine. They're just saying they're unfit for practice, and there's no explanation given uh so you know again you know whereas someone would get hurt in a football game uh they'll tell you for hours on end the extreme issue with the player in hockey it's it's either a lower body or an upper body and they'll be back in a couple of days so like you know it's very it's always been very vague with the nhl and, and hockey in general so yeah it's good to see that stuff coming back um i know here in new jersey the Giants, the Jets, and uh, Rutgers University will play football without people in the stands. But, you know, listening to a press conference today from uh, Governor Murphy of New Jersey, he made it, you know, he was uh, actually interviewed on, on, a, on a radio station, and he made the comment, if, if this can get better, if we can get better as a state, they might think about opening up and letting people, maybe not the masses in to see the game, but certainly allow some fans in to enjoy the, the, the proceedings. Um, we opened up with, you know, talking about the positives and major league sports coming back and, um, caught a negative thing today. And, uh, it's, this one really hits home for me that a school district is cutting all music grades K through eight, um, means no general music, no orchestra, no band, no, no anything, no elementary band, nothing, no lessons, um, due to the 
the the coronavirus and and the the inability, I guess, of their district to handle it. Um, that's sad. That is really it's frightening and it's sad. Um, I said last week that um, we need to support. You know, and if you're a teacher, you need to support your union. But if you're not a teacher out there, please, please, please uh, support what's going on. Um, You know, it's both sides of the fence about going in, not going in, half days, every other days. Nobody really knows. And they're kind of writing their own playbook as we move through this. But we have to stay vigilant. Uh, We have to be supportive of our educators and we have to give them the best opportunity and the students the best opportunity to succeed in a healthy and um, in, a, in, a, in a clear environment so we, we can both get our things uh, taken care of. Because, you know, really at the end of the day, um, it's going to be up to individual districts. But we, if we become a little bit more aware of what's going on, um, I know there's been some studies done. There was a study done by uh, in Colorado about uh, band and, and choral programs and things like that. So the more we can stay on top of that and stay more focused and um, a little more aware and a little more supportive of our educators, I think that would be awesome. So um, speaking of music, last week we, we talked about the 35th anniversary of Live Aid. And this week is the 40th anniversary of ACDC's landmark record, Back in Black. And I was thinking about this this whole week about that record, and I'm thinking about ACDC in general, and I'm thinking about um, how anthemic their songs are. And what do I mean by that? When you go to, let's say, an athletic event, you go to a hockey game, and in between, you know, timeouts or whatever, they're going to play some music to pump up the crowd. You're always going to hear ACDC. You're always going to hear it. Every time I've been to a hockey game, every time I've been to a Giants football game, I've heard ACDC pumping the crowd up. You know, a little back in black. You know, just it's there. It's part of the fabric of our society. No matter, and I, I guess this, this can be said, you know, no matter what age you're at. You know, just think that someone like myself, I'm 53 years of age. I've been on this planet longer, obviously, than back in black. But it's been a part of my life since it came out. And even today, I was still listening to the record today. You know, still listening to the CD. Um, and I actually do have the album. So, I, you know, I can give that a spin, too. But listening to it, you just, you just immerse yourself right back to where you were when you first heard it. Um, and it still sounds fresh and it still sounds amazing today as it did then. So you have 40 years of ACDC back in black. Wow. Who would ever thought? Same thing with the Live Aid thing, you know. Hmm. And ACDC, ironically, speaking of, of their band, hands down one of the loudest concerts I've ever been to. Uh, I remember seeing them over at Madison Square Garden. Just loud, but clear loud. You know, like Van Halen in, in, in those days was loud, but overbearingly loud at times. Couldn't even make out the first two tunes at one point. That's how loud Van Halen was. But ACDC was a different kind of loud. It was clean. It was clear. It was right in your face. It was very energetic, very, um, just very, very anthemic, as I said. And you really just want to pump your fist and just really feel good about it. It's one of those, one of those bands, one of those albums that makes you want to do that. Uh, 
lastly, we get another retirement from Mike Francesa, uh, who is leading the airwaves uh, for the hopefully the final time uh, of his career. And I say hopefully because it seems like he wants to concentrate on his his family, and I wish him the best. We talked about this a few weeks ago. We talked about afternoon hosts and DJs and people like that who have been this fabric of New York, New Jersey, tri-state area, and certainly Mike Francesa has been one of those voices. Whether you like him or not, you have to admit that he was um, definitely one of those iconic voices in New York uh, history, New York broadcasting history. So again, he retires as of today. I can't believe this is close to the last week of July. Um, I hope you're really taking some time, folks, to savor the summer. Lord knows what September is going to look like. Nobody knows. Um, Hopefully we have some sort of idea of what that's going to look like, but Folks, hold on to all these days that are left in in the calendar for what we call summer. Um, Read a great article in the New Jersey Monthly Magazine, New Jersey Monthly Magazine about outdoor dining. Really, really great um, ideas and concepts of where to eat down the shore. And um, read another article today, actually, on Facebook that the shore is booming, to be honest with you. There are sections of the shore that have not missed a beat. Um, and they're doing things right. They're doing the rentals where you bring your own linens, you bring your own uh, th- you know, towels and things like that. Um, of course, everything is outdoor eating. But, you know, what could be better? Like you, go to, you go to a place like Beach Creek in Wildwood and you have an opportunity to sit out on that great patio and let the, the calmness of the water and just a nice sea breeze uh, wash over you as you enjoy your meal. It's one of my favorite restaurants um, to eat. Especially in Wildwood, it's absolutely one of my favorites. But, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to that. So I'll be doing, um, in August, I'll be doing a podcast from Wildwood uh, as I take a few days um, in the middle of August to go down there and enjoy some time in one of my favorite places uh, to vacation in, believe it or not, is Wildwood, New Jersey. Um, and that goes back to when I was a kid of enjoying the beach. And um, just, I like the idea of Wildwood. It's very nice in my opinion and i love it and i love the boardwalk gotta get a slice of max pizza there you know and uh maybe stop off at kelly's a, a great drum corps institution for those of you who are drum and bugle corps fans who listen to this podcast you'll know all about kelly's of course um and just take it in for a few days and just just really let my batteries recharge before we head into the last couple of weeks of august and then head into september uh, but as I said, savor these days, folks, uh, treat them as gifts, you know, and every day should be treated like a precious new gift, you know, unwrap it and enjoy it. Again, if you want to get involved with the program, I welcome your emails at jjg5150 at aol.com. Um, find me on Facebook at John Gillick. You'll see me from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Um, and I really, really hope a lot of you have. I've, I've a listener from Ireland who has checked in with me and loves the podcast. Again, if you want to spread the word, by all means, please share it out with others. Uh, so hopefully we can walk away and be a little bit more positive about how we uh, operate as a society and maybe find something that we can all do together. And that would be nice, huh? 
Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the next couple of days. I'll see you next Friday. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you. This is What to Do, and I'm John Gillick. Thanks for listening.